Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, Internets, to another edition of Fan Bros Special Delivery, where we cover everything in television that's hot, that's geeky, that appeals to people of color, all mixed up together. It's me, Kimsonian, handling the steering wheel of the spaceship tonight alongside the co-pilot seat is commanded by Chico Leo right. the Wookiee in That's Brooklyn That's right the Wookiee in Brooklyn and uh right. my I I don't know if you heard my last aka was I'm the uh Kimsonian aka Black Chico Leo Did you hear that Oh I didn't yes. know that I didn't yeah, yeah, know yeah. that I I got that I got so, that one approved by the uh the Fanbros council but uh, anyway, tonight we're going to cover a couple of shows we've been watching. Thank goodness True Blood is over. Uh, it's Memorial Day weekend. Probably nobody's really watching much. Um, it's the end of the summer. TV. I think it's Labor Day weekend. Oh, shoot. Actually. You're right. <laughs> Why'd I say Memorial Day? Just for people just for people listening to this months from now so that they can orient themselves and think, oh, no, am I, watching a May- am I listening to a May episode? So sorry. It's Labor Day weekend. It's the end of the summer. I always get those two confused. Um, three-day weekend. Hopefully, everybody's enjoying their weekend. We at Fan Bros, we're watching TV. We're trying to record ourselves talking about TV so you guys get the latest, greatest. Anyway, um, Chico Leo, I got to talk about Extant. Um, this is, again, the show. I'm just going to come right out and say it. It is really, really falling apart, so much so that uh, the network, CBS, moved up the, the finale to mid-September. And in so doing, uh, the past two weeks, they've been doubling up on episodes. So each... Yeah, that's not a good it's sign. Not, a good, not only is it not a good sign, it's also literally two hours of Extant, which is like not not fresh at all. Like it's, it's, right, it's like right. torturous. It's really yeah. like... It's it's really hard to to pay attention, but one thing that ha- is twice as much time to not get answers. it's it's twice as much time to hear the same dialogue, super over explaining every little detail that's happening as it's happening. You know, it's really I've never heard TV dialogue that constantly explains what's going on as they're doing it, and it, it's just it's right. really I don't know who it's for, but you know. It's because they're figuring it out as they're going along. I guess. I don't know. There's no subtlety whatsoever. Um, I do have to say, I guess it's a total of four hours of programming. The show went completely way off the rails. I have to say, like, the the action kicked up a notch where everybody's chasing people now and there's guns and there's fights and all this stuff. And I'm like, what happened during the first eight episodes? Nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, things kick into high gear and uh, and then people are just losing their minds. Um, apparently, the kid that uh, Holly Berry had, the al- half alien, half human hybrid, is out on the loose, and you know is able to make people see things and give them hallucinations and all this stuff. So now everybody's wacky. Everybody's seeing visions, and she's going around yelling and screaming, "I want to see my baby! Give me back my baby!" And uh, there's like three other storylines that are just totally jumbled and confusing. So 
So wait, is this is the villain of the show like a? It's a, you're making it sound like the villain of the show is a flying biracial baby that's flying around giving people hallucinations. That sounds like a show I definitely would like. <laughs> but to yeah, watch. but do you have to wait eight episodes to get into that? I don't know. I, I actually biracial. I don't. I don't. I would say bi species. Maybe you know. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Alien human, uh, you know, uh, hybrid. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's yeah. No, but they, it it's weird because all of a sudden there's an alien pov now we you know we don't actually ever see the alien itself but we do know that it's it's short because every time it looks at people it's from a lower angle and it has this huge wide angle lens with like with like digital distortion on the outer edge so maybe it has like fly eyes like like multiple eye eyeballs or something i have no idea what's going on um, it's kind of it, it's it's really kind of cheesy and and um, what do you call it cheap? Like it's it's very cheap how they're pulling this off. They sp- I think they spent all their graphics money on uh, the Surface um, interfaces because they have these really right. slick phones that are just like pieces of glass with like numbers on them, and they can like swipe those. And the mirrors are like displays, and it's all these smart surfaces that um, you know that we'll all be having soon, but they already have them. So the other storyline that really bothers me is that the one with the kid robot who or the robot kid rather who is also fighting for Holly Berry's affection but not really she doesn't she cares much more about this alien child because I guess she carried it and this 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 right. other child and that's understandable is yeah I guess I don't know I mean that's what the plot of the first AI you know I mean of the of AI the movie right right but it was and there's plenty of examples in real life of like adopted kids getting shunted aside when the parents miraculously have a you know child when they thought they couldn't have one and or foster children like that kind of thing I yeah I, I just I just feel like don't then don't give me a, an a, an AI kid you know like a robot kid right. I don't need more issues about being a parent or whatever I don't know it's just it's very confusing and uh you know they literally have you know only I think two more three more episodes left and uh that's it and so they just doubled up on all these these episodes and i've actually never seen that before and i don't know if it's i think it's a foretelling that it will not get renewed um in that sense but i'm sticking with it because it's you know she's carrying the whole thing and i don't know how many black women are in space these days you know holding down i mean so i guess on on paper alone i have to i have to follow it um but the other show that is really just killing it, let's just jump right to it, Chico. The Strain tonight was an awesome episode. The title, Creatures of the Night. What did you think? I, I thought it was probably the best. I mean, I thought it was definitely the best episode. The last few episodes have been better um, to the point that it, it, it's definitely coming together better. Um I think we probably are looking at it being I don't know there's a couple of there's a couple of major problems for me. Um and I, I will say I think the creatures look incredible and the way they move and the the whole on the show they're vampires but they're you know shooting out these uh snakes out of their mouths that latch on to to people's throats and shoot worms into them. All of that is really cool, and I just think they seem like they might have spent a lot more time on that. I this, 
I recognize that it could be personal, but the fact that they're sh- that it's so obviously not New York, but they're giving these specific New York locations, may- it offends me on some level like someone wearing a comb over. Like, if someone's bald, nobody's going to think anything of it. But if they have a comb over, then you're going to sort of think, you're automatically thinking, like, what are they hiding? Like, there's it suddenly becomes fishy or shady. And I feel like I I wouldn't have I would like to show so much more if they didn't have those fake New York subtitles, uh, because the locations are so clearly not any of the times they don't look anything like what they're supposed to, except for the Midtown Manhattan stuff. I also think that the Russian guy's accent and that guy's a great actor. Um, I've seen him in a number of things. People might remember him as uh, Kimi Martin Kimi, the uh, mercenary from right. Lost. He was in 310 to Yuma. He, he's, he's one of these guys who shows up a lot. But his his Russian accent and his fake eyebrows are really, really like cheesy to the point that it's like on a production of this level that that shouldn't that shouldn't be allowed to pass muster. It would be like if half the shots were out of focus. And so so that that those two things sort of rubbed me the wrong way. However, I do think it was a really good episode. They did. uh they did bring the the you know the character all of the sort of characters together now with the Russian exterminator joining the main crew. Um, I'm a big Sean Astin fan. I'm I, if people might remember him from all the way back from Goonies. He was Sam in Lord of the Rings, but uh, I thought that the show will be much better off for not having his presence. And I think that if they kill off several more main characters in the next couple of episodes, it'll get even better. Right. So spoiler alert. Obviously. Samwise gets it this episode Anybody who's been watching The Strain uh, The character Jim just totally gets Well first he got infected And they thought they had taken care of this one worm in his cheek And then they lift up his shirt Turn him around And they see that his back is riddled with these The Strain worms Or these vampire worms And they leave it up to Vasily Fett Yeah Yeah. So I thought all that was handled really well Like they made it look like, you know, okay, he's cured. You know, he got he got nicked, not necessarily totally hit by one of these snake things. It seemed, you know, plausible that he would have one worm in him and then they cut it out of his face. And all all of that was great. And then you're like, okay, he's cured. And then it turns out that he's not, that the worm had reproduced or there were more worms in his system. And I just thought the whole way that that was done, it was done well. I'm just trying to, you know, give credit to stuff because... Um, uh, I hated, I hated, hated, hated like the Indian or Arab dude. The I guess his name was Hassan, so he was an Arab dude. The, the uh, you know, the, they they're all trapped in like a Seven Eleven that's that's not a Seven Eleven, but in one of those Quickie Mart type stores. And of course, the guy is an Indian dude named Hassan. But while there are vampires going nuts all around him. He, they, I don't know if it's supposed to be humor or stuff or what, but like the scenes where he's screaming, like who's gonna pay for that when people are using his, you know, the things that he's selling to kill vampires ten feet in front of him, twenty feet in front of him, that there's no place for that on a show like this. Uh, Yeah, I agree. They could have just cut to static for like every thirty seconds during those scenes, and it would. So one of the things that I feel the show does really well is play up on old school um, horror techniques. 
So the kind of thing where you're constantly either shaking your fist at the screen, yelling at the screen, rolling your eyes at the screen. I think that the it, it totally still uses these old school kind of when you went to see Friday the 13th or whatever in the theater and you're screaming at the screen. I feel like I'm screaming at my television. I agree with you, but at the same time, it doesn't bother me because it keeps the the story moving. It doesn't. I'm not overanalyzing. I guess, but it, there's a tonal there's a tonal inconsistency when you go from them cutting worms out of a guy's face, and it's like hardcore and grimy, to this humor that seems you know almost you know like it belongs in Curb Your Enthusiasm or something. Um, it, 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 there's like a, I don't know that that's my I think that the tone is 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 pretty inconsistent on this show. Like that the same show could have. You know, 20 minutes in a concentration camp in one episode in flashbacks. And then in the next episode or two episodes later, uh, you know, have this, you know, Apu caricature acting like a jackass. And it's not the first time I feel like someone on the show has acted, you know, in a way that made that didn't make a lot of sense. Right. I think racial like it was definitely a racialist character. I felt like. That from that perspective, it was definitely not a good representation. It was a stereotype, right. over the top stereotype. Um, the episode overall, because it's basically one location, um, you know, this this uh, gas station. It turns into a movie. You know, it does turn into like a long, like a, a shortened right or the thing. Yeah, or where like where that. where you're you know enclosed in a situation in an area. You're trapped. What do you do to get out? And you know, each person freaks out. I don't know if you saw there was a movie. I forgot the name of it done by uh the guy who did uh shawshank uh craig hansen i believe yes and yeah 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 no, the, uh, the, it, it, the the movie the, it's all based on a stephen that's King right thing. and it's uh, these giant spiders yeah. and stuff and the lead up to it is really good but it all takes place at this gas station or this uh i'm sorry not a gas station but like a convenience store that has a gas station right. kind of thing quickie mart or whatever but uh so it reminded me a little bit of that but i mean i hear what you're saying it's not the it's not the most elevating or uplifting portrayal of a you know gas station attendant or everything else. I, I, I did feel it was a cheap shot. They could have worked on that a little better and made it a little uh, more refined, I guess. Um, but that's not really what the show is. I'm not really looking for no, that. It's and not. Uh, you know, the one thing that did bother me, but it's these unforced errors. I feel is uh, what I call right. them. Like. It's not necessary to anything. Like, you don't need to have that for any reason. And in, for every reason, it would be better if it wasn't there. And it's just sort of like, it would be much better if Vasily Fett was not Russian rather than having him be a dude with a bad Russian accent. You know, that that kind of thing. And I don't want to rag on that dude because I actually think he's generally been dope when I've seen him. But... You know, but, but isn't there something to be said about kind of playing a stereotype and not playing it up to snuff, even in I, I feel like they're winking at us somewhat. You know, I, I don't know. For some reason, I'm not I'm not mad at all this because I do feel like they're winking at us. They're saying, like, look, we, we know this is off, but this is what we're this is what, how we're rolling. I, I don't know what to say like that. And then the the seriousness with which the. The makeup and just the general, like, what the monsters are, these vampires that, you know, the the, the monsters are cool and scary and, and terrifying in terms of their, you know, they make you turn on your loved ones first and all, all this sort of really 
grimy, grimy stuff. And then I, I feel like to then, you know, they're turning around and winking. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I did feel like The Walking Dead took some time to find itself. I think The Walking Dead's a great show now. And I, I thought it was like a borderline. I'm going to stop watching this in the first season. So I I do think that sometimes shows, you know, like it, um, take a little while Um Ironically, the guy who was in charge of The Walking Dead in the first season is that director who directed that uh, that movie that was based on the Stephen Frank King Darabont. Short right, story. I keep getting yeah, Frank I get Darabont. him and Craig Hansen mixed up all the time. Yeah, right, right, or Curtis, Curtis Hansen. Hansen, Curtis Hansen, right, right. Um, I might, I might actually like Curtis Hansen a little more. Uh, Curtis Hansen did L.A. Confidential, but he also uh, did Eight Mile, didn't he? I think he did Eight Mile. Oh, did he? he did <laughs> I think he did Eight Mile. Eight mile. But, uh, but I, I mean, I, I don't know. The strain for me, what, it, what it's doing is it's filling a void, not necessarily that's left by Walking Dead, which is coming back in October. Um, but I do feel like there is something that it, it's filling like this. This void of just good old fashioned horror and people being scared every episode. And and I think with The Walking Dead, there's like an element of soap opera that goes on and it's yes. much more poetic and it's got a much more of a literary bend to it. And I feel and that's what I really like about the show because I think kinda echoes some aspects of the comics in that sense. But Oh, yeah, the, the humans are the villains in The Walking Dead, which is amazing. In this world full of zombies, it's the, the, the super, you know, I, I think that's one of the extraordinary things about The Walking Dead is that, you know, it's actually, you know, like, it's still like a weird man versus man, not a man versus nature or man versus beast type of thing. Um I, I also, I have to say, like, now that this, this outbreak is out there, I do think that some of the logic problems that I might have had um, will go away because people are going to be forced. Like, it's like when there's, you know, when there's zombies out there and or rather vampires and everyone knows, I, I do think that the strain will, uh, it's going to become a little more action and a little more strategy and stuff like that and... I won't. There won't be so much that it's like you're 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 having a hard time. Where so far, a lot of the problems I've had have had people basically ignoring that there are vampires running around when when evidence is right. shown to them or right. produced. So that that will go right. away. Well, which, well the one you know, thing that I, I, I do find interesting on top of that though is that there's this whole science versus myth thing between Zadraki and, yes. and F. Whereas on The Walking yes. Dead, it's always a philosophical thing. It's like how do you how do you right. live in a world where there's no order? Right. That's a that's a very I think that's and a great so point in this show that, that, it's really yeah. about the 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 kind of struggle between science and myth. Whereas you're right, you know, as long as F doesn't believe in the myth, we're gonna have a problem with people believing that there's a real epidemic. Like even with all those people, like those those vampires, like outside, he still was like to some degree their people or that woman when she was shooting, right. she was like, oh my god, forgive me and all this stuff. So there's clearly an issue where the people don't recognize even when these creatures with these flying tongues or whatever is you know sucking the blood out of other people they're still not recognizing what the problem is and that's a old school horror 101 trick which is right. no of course that's not a monster here give him a cupcake and then the monster eats you you know it's like it's the same right. it's and i feel like they're doing it really well in a modern way if i was 12 years old watching this show i'd love it you know it's like it's that right. kind of thing 
So even though you're right, it takes corners on some things that you're kind of like, you know, what's going on here? Um, but I do think um, that the internal logic of the strain is getting more valid than your point last week, which was that Jesus smokes weed. And so therefore, black Jesus is a lot more, uh, I guess, what would you say, accurate? Oh, no, I was just responding. That was you. You. I was saying that I thought Black Jesus' internal logic was more consistent, and then you used as the example about Jesus smoking weed, and then I said there was historical precedent for that, that 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 it's most likely been proven that right. Mary and Jesus' brothers okay, smoked weed okay. or ingested okay. it. So, but I I still think that you know I I I'm enjoying Black Jesus. I haven't seen the most recent one. I've seen the first three. Um, and I just think it's, you know, it's different and interesting and they, and, and that they have a, a whole internal logic that they have to, that, uh, you know, that, that's first and foremost, because the, you know, the character's based on Jesus, you know, there's, there's a billion people out there wearing bracelets to say, what would Jesus do? And that dude kind of can't really do anything that Jesus wouldn't do. And then they put him in, in, you know, the quote unquote, the hood, which I would argue that's where Jesus would have been spending his time, you know, back in the biblical times anyway, um, in whatever the biblical equivalent of the hood was. So I, I actually feel like it's, you know, um, you know, the show does feel like a series of Saturday Night Live skits sometimes put together. But if it out, if it's able to work its way around that, which I think it will as time goes by. I think it's uh, you know I mean is it is it the funniest thing that's ever been on TV? No, but I think it's uh, you know there, there's definitely a uh, it's more original than a lot of things that are on. But let TV. me add, let, I, I like the let me let it. me ask you a question. I think it's funny too, to be honest, because I don't. I, again, I feel like it's more of a web series and guys with a camera just getting together and acting right. out stuff. But I do feel like if you are gonna do Black Jesus, like does he does he always have to be like maybe does why doesn't Jesus put on a suit and and try and get a job, and, and why is he always got to be freeloading off of everybody, and and just kind of like I feel like well I think all those guys I mean Gandhi uh, uh, the Prime Minister Nehru who was Prime Minister when Gandhi died said something or when Gandhi was you know. Uh, doing his Gandhi stuff said that it was uh, he had a quote that it was very it was very expensive to keep Gandhi in poverty like all these guys are going around and you know so you uh, feel do you you feel like uh, black Jesus on the show is is purposely staying in the hood just to smoke the weed like I I don't know Um, no I know I mean like that might be something that they would need to address in the sense of what, you know why is he there but i i would argue he's there because that's where you know that's where his right his uh, calling is right message that's is right needed. that's right that's yeah. right his message to create a community garden and to fight to fight right. against the uh the latin guys who are trying to extort them for money and anyway fan bros if you if you don't watch black jesus check it out it's 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 good for a laugh or two um and uh yeah i guess you know the strain is is going forward pretty strong um, right. So Extant is doubling up. I actually got to tell you, I watched Defiance yeah. and the last two weeks of Defiance, they did two, uh, they did double episodes. I wonder if that's a, if that's a bad sign, uh, for that show. Well, um, they, y- yeah, just, I mean, th- there's a lot of new stuff coming up. I mean, it's the en- end of I August, know. September's here. 
lot of new premieres coming up in September. It's I want to just shout out a couple of them. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, shout yeah, out. I'm gonna too. shout out a couple of them, and you give me your uh, you you know your first response. So uh, okay. September premieres. Let's see. We have uh, September seventh. We have Boardwalk Empire on HBO. Right. So that's that's one of the re- yes. Yeah, so True Blood ended. Then we had the holiday. Boardwalk Empire is coming back. Look, I actually I think Boardwalk Empire in a lot of ways got better as it went along. I definitely think that um, you know they killed a ma- one of the two major characters at the end of the second season, and I thought the third and fourth seasons were vastly superior to the first. Not vastly, but superior to the first two. This is going to be, I believe, the fifth season, and um, I uh, I'm expecting very big things. I I uh, I have very high high hopes and high expectations. Uh. Let's see. The ninth, we have Sons of Anarchy. Um, Sons of Anarchy is a show I gave up on. There's people out there I know who are still watching it. I uh, I, I had to give up on that. I, I lasted a little longer than I feel like I should have. I Yeah, for me, Sons of Anarchy is a show that started with a lot of promise and then sort of went downhill, and I stayed with it a little longer than, you know, I... I, I I regret having stayed with it as long as I have, but yes, this will be the final season of Sons of Anarchy, which is a biker drama very loosely based on Hamlet and Macbeth. Uh, Friday the 12th, we have Z Nation on Sci-Fi. Have you heard about this? I've seen the trailers um, probably uh, during uh, during Defiance, so I've seen the trailers for it. Um, I, I would probably, you know, pass under normal circumstances... Um, depending on what people say or if it's something the fan bros are going to talk about, you know, I might check it out. I don't, I don't have, you know, I don't have high, you know, I, I don't have super high expectations for it. There was, um, yeah, myself. I checked out a quick article that compared that with the walking dead and the tropes are almost identical. Um, it right. seems like there's some science to the zombies in Z nation. That's a little different. But again, you know, competing zombie stories and The Walking Dead is just huge and gigantic. So I don't know what Z Nation is going to bring to the table. I'm going to try and check it out. We'll see if we cover it for special delivery. Uh, September 17th is going to be the extant finale. Um, And uh, that's going to be it uh, for extant. Well, when is there's a Tuesday coming up, and I thought maybe it was the seventeenth, but maybe it's earlier when Gotham and Sleepy Hollow will be premiering. So that I was getting um, to that. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. That, sorry. That is yeah. the next. I that is my gun. next date, the twenty second of September. We okay. on Fox. 22nd. It's back to back programming just for you, Chico Leo. It's Gotham at yeah. eight, and it's Sleepy Hollow at nine. And Sleepy Hollow, you've been talking about. Oh, but then at ten, it's the Under the Dome finale on CBS, which is I don't watch Under the Dome, but I, no, I watched the first two episodes. I'm just thinking I got yeah, out quick. Yeah, it's probably one of the poorest sci-fi stories. But um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So we have Gotham and Sleepy Hollow back to back. So that might be something to cover. Yeah, I recommend if you if you haven't seen Sleepy Hollow, you try and get caught up on the first season. Um, that's a show that I thought did tone really well. I thought it did everything really well. I thought it was, you know, just really well acted, well shot, well written, well directed. I liked the mythology. Um, 
It's got a really great cast. The cast has really good chemistry. Uh, I, I could go on. And Gotham, I have been saying since the beginning that I, I really had high expectations based on two things. One, I thought Arrow was uh, underrated, and I, di- I didn't. I wasn't hip to Arrow in the beginning. I kind of blew it off because it was like a CW show. But Arrow is really good, and I feel like DC, um, you know, had, has, you know, at least with that show, a little bit of a decent track record recently on TV. And then, to be honest with you, I think the Batman universe is probably more interesting than Batman at this point. So the idea of seeing the young Penguin and the young, you know, Catwoman and the young Poison Ivy and all that, and there's this crime boss played by Jada Pinkett Smith and... I, I just it all it all looks good. And, oh, and in the casting, the guy who's playing uh, the young Gordon, uh, I've seen him. He's good. And uh, Donal Logue, who's on everything, right, is right, playing right. Uh, Harvey right. Bullock. Um, and so uh, I just think uh, you know now it could be a disaster, right. but I'm looking forward the trailer, to it. Yeah, and, trailers you know, look really good, and the 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 image yeah. looks really good. So 22nd looks like to be a big night. Uh, 23rd, we have the return of Agents of Shield. Which, based on the Captain America movie this summer, is probably going to get a big boost um, because this series, when the movie came out, had a tie-in story-wise and it kind of gave it a bump. People are starting to check it out a lot more. Um, So there's that. Um, And uh, that's it for September. I mean, there's a ton of other stuff, but... I think those are the things that jump out for the fan bro. Homeland is coming in October. Right, October there's a ton of stuff too, but we'll get to that when we get there. Right, we'll get to that later. Yeah, there's like American Horror Story, there's the flat the, the full Right, with the freak right, show. And the flash yeah. comes and there's there's just a Right, right. And actually what's interesting in October though, I will shout this out is that the Walking Dead premiere is the same night as the Strain finale, but they're not up against each other. Um One's at nine, one's at ten, and so right. that's a lot of horror in one Sunday night. So anyway, uh, I think that kind of wraps it up for our week this week. Want to just wish everybody a happy uh, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day, and um, yeah, uh, check out the website fanbros.com. You know, uh, subscribe, rate, uh, follow us on SoundCloud, like us on Facebook, uh, buy a shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, check us out um, on Twitter at Fanbro Show on Instagram at Fanbro Show. Uh, check us out at Comic Con in October. There's a lot of stuff coming on. Uh, I mean, going on. Sorry. Well, there's coming on too, but yeah, it's gonna be coming on. All that stuff. Um, Chico Leo is gonna be full effect at Comic Con, so you don't want to miss out your photo opportunity with Chico. That's uh, right. And we're still not sure what we're going to dress up as, but um, I might just go as Chico Leo, as Chewbacca. So, a Chewbacca. Wow. I was just going to go as Kimson, just as, as Kimsonian. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you're yeah, stepping I'm trying it to up. be, like, super meta about it. Oh, I might just, I might go right. as, a, as like, a short Ben. Like, I'll just get dreads and uh, be a short Ben. Right. Um, anyway, that's it for us, fan bros. Uh Hope everybody's going to have, you know, a good night and uh, rest up safe. Peace. All right. Don't wear white after Labor Day.